The dictionary defines baggage as referring to someone's emotional problems, fixed ideas, or prejudices. Yeah, I guess it works. I was trying to think of how to start the show off. I want to make sure we're very clear on what baggage means. Typically, I think we all get a very bad feeling when we talk about someone's emotional baggage, right? But Leah today is going to change your mind how there's actually a ton of baggage that you have that is positive. And by the end of this episode, we'll prove that. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome to this Monday edition of the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Today is the 19th of September, which is crazy. Like it's almost October. What? Uh, we are a podcast is based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the planning of this show sometimes is like, it just... <laughs> Unbelievable. Like I'm sitting here, I've I got notes for today's show. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things that I can talk about under my name. And under my mom's name, I have nothing, not one, <laughs> not one thing. And that's all stuff that's happened since, since Friday. Uh, my mom is just excited because she got a koi fish bowl and we've talked about the koi fish bowl, which could have been uh, a whole segment on the podcast. <laughs> it was about eight minutes. <laughs> So um, I'm going to save you guys from that story. Um, I will tell you I today. I do think it's funny that you asked if there were koi fish in the bowl. Well, yeah, she was like, I have a, and there's koi fish in the middle. I was like, there's koi fish in the in the middle of the bowl? Like, I was, because I was waiting for like some big ta-da with this story. Like, oh shit, that's kind of cool. You get you bought a bowl and there's fish in the middle of it. Like, I think that would have been a cool story if you didn't realize there were actual fish in the bowl. But no, it's just, I guess, just a picture of fish in her bowl that she yes. got this weekend. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, I'm coming to you today live from a PC that has a fan that is being covered up by a disposable face mask. Oh, no. Um, I, anyone that's ever made the transition from Mac to our PC to Mac, like this is, this is an adventure. This is an actual adventure. So, in case you don't know, God, I got so many things to talk about today. Uh, in case you don't know, uh, I got a new MacBook Pro because I feel like my PCs die really fast. And so I was all excited. My very first MacBook, they're so expensive. Like I got my contract renewed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go splurge and go get me a MacBook. Yeah. So I did. And it's just, it's a different world, right? So mm-hmm. the first week was like transferring files over. Okay. Mm-hmm. I spent time on probably an hour or two on Saturday, like downloading all the programs, like what I would use to edit pictures and audio and stuff like that. Right. And I, just, I don't know if maybe I'm doing something wrong here because I was really, I was like prepped to be able to come in, do the show from the MacBook, and I go to plug in my, mouse and i realized there's literally not a usb port on a macbook the macbook has no No. you you know what usb port is yes i do and you have to use that little um i don't know what it is it's a little plug why comes with (laughs) i guess with the mouse. i don't know maggie you know i have maggie's mac like and i I, use a mouse with it but it has to have a little plug thing that goes in on the side i don't i don't understand why um so because two issues now because i use i use a mouse right to edit and then i also have two removable hard drives that are usb and that's just 
that's going to need a USB thing for it. Oh. Um, so mm. I don't know. <laughs> uh -oh. This is becoming quite the money pit of, um, uh -oh. of things. So I don't know. If you made the transition, I need to know like how you gracefully did that because I'm over here just um, struggling to get this MacBook off the air. You know, that's um, the problem. We had that time when I was trying to record at Brian's house. You couldn't plug your and mic in. You had a MacBook, right. Yeah. There was no place to plug in the mic. Well, I wish I would have thought through that a little bit better before oh, we um, dear. <laughs> before we invested in, you know, thirteen hundred dollars mm. into a MacBook, but uh, mm. it's fine. It's fine. We're gonna figure it out. Okay. I wanna tell you why I got yelled at at a singles event over the weekend. I told you mm. on Friday I was having major anxiety because I was going to host my very first event post COVID and in Baltimore, right? Where I kind of mm -hmm. feel like San Diego, San Diego and Panama city where I worked. I feel like I could have walked in anywhere and like just had the confidence to do anything, you know, like we had mm -hmm. really built up a great audience in both those cities. And it was like really easy to, uh, to navigate those cities. Baltimore is not there yet. And mm -hmm. so this is my very first event that I have hosted by myself. And it happens to be a singles event over at the uh, this place called Bark Social that I'm endorsing. It's like a, a dog park slash bar, which is kind of a cool concept, you know. <laughs> like is. I don't know why, why nobody's ever thought about fun. it before, you know. Yeah, mm. like I don't know why no one ever put those two together, but mm. um, there were a ton. It was very busy uh, for the singles event itself. We probably had 50, 60 people, which was way more than I thought, and then. Mm. We had like throughout the park, there probably two, maybe 200 people. I don't know. I'm so bad. There could have been 5,000. There could have been, you know, wow. 35. Uh, but it was a lot. It was a lot of people there. It was busy. So I, I didn't really like keep in mind, like when radio stations go out and they basically co host events, it's ba it, it wasn't our event in the first place, right? This was basically mm -hmm. an event that was put on by Bark Social and we were just kind of promoting it, right? Mm -hmm. And I was going to go out and kind of host it and, do my thing, which gives me massive anxiety. Like I can go on stage in front of 25,000 people for all my Phoenix people. Like when we used to go host country thunder, which is this four day, think of like Coachella. It's almost like, um, uh, what's the, the country version of Coachella? It's, um, oh, what do they call it? Stagecoach. Hmm. Um, four day, it's four days of just music and like 20, I think it's like 25, 30,000 people show up for this thing. Right. I can get on stage in front That's of 30,000 people feel fine like mm. literally not a worry in the world i can sit up there and host a show all day um getting in front of like 30 people <laughs> is like 30 or less is like ugh. it's like it's like almost gut-wrenching for me right well don't you think it's because if you have a large number of people you don't feel like they're really paying any attention yeah, to you Yeah, maybe i don't know I, i'm not sure what the difference <laughs> is but i swear smaller, to you they, like they when are. you can see everyone's eye contact it's like oh my god this is so yes oh they're looking at me Ooh. so i didn't i didn't know what to do so just picture this dog park okay and in the dog park there is this um separate room it's probably the size of like, I don't know. Let's let's say it's a thousand square feet, eh, less. Let, let's we'll say a thousand square feet. So it's like this air conditioned area, thousand square feet, kind of like a rectangular shape. And I say this because you got to kind of picture this. So at about seven o'clock, she was like, "Hey, do me a favor. When people start coming in the door, just make sure that they can get their name tag." And so I'm like, 
okay. So I go in there seven o'clock and I'm like, so people come in and <laughs> I've never been to a singles event before. So I don't really know how these things go, but I can tell you at least for this one, the vibe is very, it's like uncomfortable, oh. right? Because you're like, hello, I'm here to meet someone to be the love of my life. You know, like it's just, it's a very, like it's almost felt like middle school dance all over again. Like take yeah. the middle school dance vibes. And like, that was kind of like the low key feeling when people start walking in. Right. Like, Oh God, there's boys. Oh my God, there's girls. <laughs> so basically they come in and get their name tag. And there is uh, no, there, they were supposed to start playing this card game, uh, which some, some drinking game that I'd never heard of before. But I assumed everybody knew how to play because I guess I assumed everybody else drank, which they were. Mm-hmm. And so the woman that's, that's running the thing, running the event comes in and she's like about maybe about seven. This is now maybe 715. She's like, hey, can you can you just announce that they should be like playing this card game now? Because nobody was really playing. They were just kind of hanging out with the people they came with. Right. Most people came mm-hmm. with with a person. Yeah. And nobody was really mixing and mingling at this singles gotcha. event. So she's like, hey, yeah. make sure people know they can like play this card game together. And I was like, okay, but like keep in mind, there's dogs, there's there's, there's dogs everywhere in this in this room. Okay. There's, <laughs> so there's probably 30, 40, 40, 50 people like that. And there's dogs running around everywhere. And they're, they're kind of barking at each other. And I get and again, great concept. A lot of people showed up for it, but I just don't <laughs> think I was um ready. I knew exactly what I was like supposed to be doing. So I get in front of everybody. Now keep in mind, everybody's like with their pairs feeling kind of awkward at this point. And I'm like, Hey, okay. Hi. Uh, so if anyone would like to, uh, play the card game, there's these card games out. And if you don't know how to play, there's like the rules on the table. So thanks a lot for coming out. Like basically that was it. And like uh-huh. nobody moved, right? Like literally nobody moved. <laughs> no. They just like kind of stared at me. And oh, I'm like, no. I stared back at them because I was like, I don't know. And this one woman who was probably my age, I was like, gosh, she's probably 40, but like my age. Um, <laughs> this one was like 40. She's like, the game was called Kings. She was like, Kings. She's like, I am too old to be playing Kings. Like oh. what? What is this? Like literally like, yell, like yelling at me. Like this is a very, oh. this is like a, a mediocre version of like how aggressive she's being towards me. Oh. If this is all we're doing that I'm just going to go out there. Like, I'm just going to go, I'm going to leave this place. I don't want to be here. And like, literally like, like this no. went on for like, it felt like an hour, but it was probably 45 seconds to a minute oh. to a point where I was like, I mean, what am I going to say? I'm just like, uh, okay. Like, uh, <laughs> like you can, you can Have go. A nice like, night. like I can't, I can't make you stay. Like right. I can't, I can't make you stay and like do anything. Like, I don't want you to like, you know, if, if you're uncomfortable, everybody else like seemed like they were about to be down with the game, but like she was very aggressive. And like all I could think in my head, you know, because like her and I had this weird, awkward stare down after it's like, she, I'm going to leave. And like, she, I don't know if she was expecting me to be like, no, wait. But we just like stared at each other, which felt like an eternity. And then she, <laughs> so she eventually like, I think she, I don't, I think she went out to get a drink, but she eventually came back in. But all I could think was if you were, coming to meet someone for real for real uh-huh this is a terrible first impression <laughs> yeah no joke <laughs> like no person 
in their mm-hmm. right mind is going to be like, that's my soulmate, the super aggressive one that was overly <laughs> rude about the card game. Like, I need uh-uh. that's a person that I want in my life. Like, that's uh-uh. that's the person. That's that's my soulmate <laughs> right there. But it was good. The question I'm sure everyone's been asking me since they've been, did I meet anybody? Um, I, I talked to a couple of people. Did I feel like anything was going to be um, an absolute? I don't think I'm going to find my my soulmate in a bar. <laughs> if yeah. I can be honest, like I just don't think that like that's going to be the uh, the spot for me. You know? Yeah. Well, that's not where you normally hang out. And that's, that's not, not where yeah. you're comfortable. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a, a soulmate connection that comes from that situation. No, but maybe it barks social in general. Yeah. Because you do love dogs. Yeah. yeah that's a, like there's a lot of dog loving people there. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was good. I laughed because there's this one girl I was talking to and she was, she was actually from California. So we started kind of like talking about that. And then I'm like, oh, did you bring your dog? And she goes, I don't even have a dog. I like cats. Oh. I'm like, you came to the singles dog <laughs> event? This feels very fraudulent. <laughs> like, that feels like I know. Listen, why you did know, she say she did? Like, on dating apps, I said I was six foot when I'm really 5'11, but like going to the, the dog single event with no dog is really, you know, that's a real, that's a real stretch for me. <laughs> uh, oh, today, dear. as we're recording this, is. Sunday, and it's the very first Ravens home opener. Now, the Ravens lost, by the way, uh, oh. for all of our Maryland people, is for 38 to 42. I did not watch the game because mm. I give about a two out of 10 fucks. Oh, F's about, uh, mm. about football. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can tell you that there's nothing, and I, I bring this up because I'm wondering who else can like relate to this. Nothing makes you feel more isolated than not liking football on a football <laughs> Sunday. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, literally nothing. Like, nothing <laughs> in the world. Mom, do you feel that way? Because you're not really a football fan. No. And I don't know if you feel it as much because you're, like, up in the woods now. Yeah. But in, in Baltimore, and this may, this may be different uh, depending on where you live. Because yeah. San Diego, I know, like, the Chargers were – were a big deal, but not really. Uh, yeah. That's obviously why they left. And, and Phoenix, the Cardinals, the Cardinals are pretty big. We'll take the Cardinals. In Tampa, the Bucks are kind of big now. Um, and then Atlanta, obviously, the Falcons are hit or miss, usually miss. But right. there's still and there's a lot of <laughs> you know there's still a lot of people that follow the Falcons. Yes. So th- there's nothing. So just imagine this today: is I wake up and. I know there's somebody that understands this. Like you wake up and literally everything that I've seen or done <laughs> since I woke up. Well, I woke up honestly, guy, I woke up at 1 a.m. this morning. Terrible. Oh, but um cool. everything that I've seen or done has been 100 percent about the Ravens. That's it. Like as I'm sitting here recording right now, as I look like I'm looking down on the walkway, uh-huh. and every every literally every single person <laughs> is wearing That's either a, a Ravens jersey. Or they have on a um, some kind of purple attire, like like, purple. Yeah, like like I'm literally not joking. I'm literally not kidding you (laughs) one bit. There's probably let me see. Let's just say there's ten people outside the window right now. Every single one of them has on purple. Oh wow! 
when I went today, I went to go to Home Depot today to get some uh, new plants. And <laughs> this is what I do on a football Sunday. I had to go pick <laughs> up my new plants today. Uh, literally two people. Like I only interacted with two employees. Uh-huh. But one of them asked if I was either watching or going to the game. The other oh, one yeah. asked, just said, go Ravens to me. And I'm like, man, like I, <laughs> of all the things, I wish I could understand and get behind and grasp. It's uh-huh. football. Mom, is there anything that like you just, you feel completely left out of? No, that, like well, you, you wish yeah. you got, you wish you understood, like you wish you had the, like the thing. And again, like it's. It's a fun hometown pride thing that I've never had in any other city before. Like I've never seen it, like every person <laughs> dedicated to one thing on that day. Maybe the only thing I can relate this to is St. Patrick's Day in Savannah. Like that. Oh, yeah. Like, like That's there was no other deal. discussion of what you were going to do on the St. Patrick's Day parade uh-huh. day except for go to the parade. Uh-huh. And that's like exactly what it's like for a home game for the Ravens. Can you think of anything you're just like, I wish, like, I wish, Hmm. I wish I got this. Well, you know, as far as sporting events go, you know, I I got interested in the Braves last year during the World Series and I've still followed them. Jim and I have watched, I think, every single game um, this season and we like that. We don't go down. We should, but we don't. Um, But I don't give a hoot about football. I don't care if it's college or professional. Yeah. Um, Jim enjoys that and watches it on TV, but I don't keep up with any of that. So sometimes in certain social circles and you're talking <laughs> about, you know, who's ahead by how many games or whatever. I mean, even if they said that about the Braves, I probably wouldn't know that. Right. Um, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I mean, like when you were talking about the Ravens, I was thinking that we wore orange, but we went to a baseball game. <laughs> That's basically how I feel when I'm talking about so, about the Ravens. See, that's how far like, off kilter just, I am. But like, yeah, literally, yeah. Oh, there's there's a guy yes. wearing blue right there. He's wearing blue, so he's about <laughs> 75. Uh, he's wearing a button down blue shirt. Uh, let me finish up really quick too before we move on to the next segment about the dog event. So, pictured, I'm talking to this girl from California, and we're just like I can't think of a worse. Uh, the only word I know for this is C block, but it's not that's not really appropriate for the for the podcast. Um interrupter of um uh romance like uh-huh. I, I, I bet you this has to be the biggest interrupter of romance so i'm sitting here we're just chit-chatting whatever and this uh you know she didn't have she's the one that doesn't have a dog and she's like you know she's like oh kiki's cute blah 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 because kiki was there with me oh and literally kiki's like being kind of squirmy and i'm like because she's ready to go home like it's late yeah. she's just ready to go home she don't want to be there and literally, Kiki poops <gasps> in the middle of the table. Oh my God. She literally pooped. No, like, 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 no joke. Oh my God. Kiki pooped. And like, she was trying to tell me, like, I know, like, listen, and, and here, oh, I know here comes the no. phone call. Here oh, comes yeah. the phone call. Why didn't you take her out? Why didn't you take her out every couple uh, of hours? She, yeah. you know, she gave you the sign. You know, actually, at this point, please do call. A mystery woman from Atlanta, please do call. Uh, I, I deserve this one. Like, I should have known the signs, but little Kiki pooped. Oh, no. In the middle of the table. Oh, no. Like, you want to you imagine an awkward comeback? <laughs> I, I, just, I just got yelled at by a woman, and then my dog just shit in the middle of the table. Like, there is, there is no comeback. 
Yeah, there's not and no, there's not a graceful way to get out of that one. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, excuse me. No. Oh, you go find no. a rag. All right, no. let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. It's from Parker Palmer. Self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift I have, the gift I was put on earth to offer others. I love that quote because if we get in touch with who we really are and what our calling in life is and we and we understand that we all have a purpose in life, um, then we offer our best selves to that. So to take good care of ourselves is never a selfish act. It's a gift. And what do you think, what do you think your, your gift is? I think that my gift is one of being able to listen to people and be compassionate. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's in everything I've done. I mean, I just, I just, I know that's my gift. I think mine yeah. is making dog events very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine is being the terribly stereotypical single guy. <laughs> well, what do you do? I mean, is the, is this outdoors? I but mean, when she pooped on the on the table, I mean, is this an indoor? No, it was thing? indoor. Where it was during. It was the do indoor. Dogs, you have to take your dogs. You got to take them outside. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I obviously yeah. was not paying close yeah. attention to what she was trying to tell me. <laughs> Jeez. So she just pooped, pooped on the table. <laughs> no, I think my, I think I, I think I have, I, I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know what my gift is. I was thinking about that when I was talking to the, the woman over the, the marketing director for Bark Social. Hmm. She was like, because like when I tell the story, it's, it's kind of a crazy story, you know, mm-hmm. the whole radio thing. She's just asking a bunch of questions about radio podcasting. Mm-hmm. And she, and when I told her, I was like, well, it's really all I've ever known. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, God, how old was I when I started playing radio station, Mom, at home? Gosh, four. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, we gave you a karaoke machine for Christmas, and that was the end of it. Yeah. You saw that I would that go and, like, and buy just cheap Radio Shack equipment. Didn't even really know what I was doing. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to make it uh-uh. work. Um, uh-uh. Well, but we, we just spent bought this so little, much time in Radio Shack. Oh, my yeah. God. Just bought this little mixer, and then we started recording shows, and then <laughs> you know went to college, and – I just, I excelled in it and then I've just kind of been doing it, but I don't really know like what that gift is. Like, I don't, is it the gift of entertainment? I like, I don't, I don't really, because he was part of it. Yeah. (laughs) And you have a, you have a good, you have a good voice for it. Um, like, 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 think about, think about your gift versus my gift. Okay. You're like, I'm compassionate and loving to all creatures. And I'm like, I talk into a microphone, you know, like it's just, well, no, that's, that's your, that's what you do. That's not who you are. So what's the gift then? That's what I like. I really started thinking about it. And I'm like, God, this is really all I know is like the, this, well, this life. The, the person that you are is one that is genuinely caring of, of people. Most and days. Of dogs. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. cats. Yeah. Um, and trying to, I think you have a great gift of trying to understand people. Yeah. To really pay attention to them and try to understand where they're coming from. That's a gift. Yeah. You have a lot of, you have a lot of gifts. Like, I wonder if most people know what their gift is. Like, when you listen to this, do you know, like, if you're like, this is my gift. This is my gift to the world. And, like, this is what I do. Um, 
I don't know if most people really. I don't. Um, I don't know that you really do recognize it early on. I think that it really comes to you as you as you age. That when you have a history and you can really when look think, back. When on do you your think life. you realize when it was? <clears throat> hmm. Probably not until my fifties. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> got ten more years then. Good. Mm-hmm. We got ten more years. Like I'm feeling way more comfortable in my skin, but I'm just not. Still not mm-hmm. quite sure. Like you know, what my, like, thing, you know, what my thing is, like what mm-hmm. my, I don't know. I'm not sure. I just tell okay jokes and talk to people on the radio, yeah. you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't we know. All, I'm we not all sure. have gifts. And, um, when we aspire to, um, trying to have a gift, oftentimes we fail because they come naturally. They're the divinity within us. That's our true gift. That re- that's the revelation of that, um, and the way that we recognize it is to pay attention, to pay attention to our life. I'm trying, and, and how it's unfolding. I'm trying to figure it out. Trying to mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is who I use for therapy. By the way, I was supposed to have an appointment on Thursday, right? But I totally mm-hmm. screwed the day up, oh, and no. it was actually planned for Friday night. But I had a dog event, so <laughs> now I got to reschedule that. That was totally my fault. I was like, I was, I was sitting here at six fifteen on Thursday, like just waiting. I'm like, huh, that's weird. I haven't heard from her yet. And then <laughs> I, I open it up, and I'm like, oh, oh wait, it's Friday. It's definitely mm-hmm. that Friday night when right in the middle of the dog event. Uh, so I didn't get my, I didn't get my, I didn't restart my therapy yet. Um, it's gonna be uh next week or this way. She did say this week. Uh. Anyway, I love I love BetterHelp. I'm really going to start talking more about like my romantic romantic life in the sense of the trauma of my romantic life mm-hmm. versus like the future of my romantic life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've realized that I think I've got to take a step back before I can take a step forward, or not that I have to, but I think I want to. Kind of want to go mm-hmm. see some of my triggers, toxic things that I bring into a relationship, and then figure those out before I have to do that with someone, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's why I'm back in therapy. I love better help. Better help is awesome. It's got video phone and even live chat session with your therapist. So you don't have to see anybody on the camera. If you don't want to, it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you get matched with your therapist in under 48 hours. As a listener of this podcast, you do get uh, a uh, 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, BetterHelp dot com slash Kramer. Just start your online therapy. It's going to be awesome. Also, our friends over at Athletic Greens on the podcast today, my mom and I both mm. take, that, take Athletic Greens. We love Athletic Greens. Mm, uh, Athletic Greens is a powder that you take every morning and it's got 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help start your day out right. Uh, mom, you started taking AG1 because you wanted to get better sleep. Uh-huh, better sleep and not have afternoon slumps. And like that lack of energy around three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, what do you, um, what do oh. you, what do you think about it? Do you, do oh, you, did you get have- the, the desired results. Yes, absolutely. I have energy for the day now. I don't get tired anymore. I don't feel like I need to take a nap at 3 p.m. 
Um, and I'm I'm sleeping like a log. It's awesome. So, yes, it's wonderful. Yeah. So for you, I mean, it's lifestyle friendly, whatever lifestyle you get going food wise, they got you covered. Plus it costs less than $3 a day. It's so good for you, y'all. Like this, this could replace your multivitamin. Like this is like the, mm-hmm. when they, when the founder made this concoction, we'll say, um, it, he was having these gut health issues, cost him a hundred dollars a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> like until they narrow it down, hundred dollars yeah. a day. Now it's three dollars a day. So yeah. trust me. Uh, to make it easy, too, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com/kramer. Again, athleticgreens.com/kramer. Take ownership over your all uh, over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Uh, we've got Leah up in a second. Uh, before we do, certified fans, hello. Thank you for supporting our podcast, especially in the month of September, my mom's birthday month. Today is the yes. 19th of the month. And um, we're just, we're very thankful for uh, for you being here. Seriously, seriously, seriously. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, mom, do you want to explain what certified fans do? Sure. They support our, our show financially with $6 a month. They become members of our fan page on Facebook, and we all get to know each other really well there. I love that. Um, they get a shout out on a show. Uh, they get a shout out on the Facebook page, and they get bonus mama text. I sent one to you, by the way. I hope you sent that. I know out. you sent it Friday at like noon. Like I oh. just, it was the last thing on my mind until I oh. literally thought about it when I sat down today. Oh. So you'll oh. get a bonus text this week. Yeah. Okay. It's there waiting. It's, it's there waiting. And um, you get, you're the first to hear of any new and exciting things going on in Kramer's life or otherwise. Especially in the month of September, we're trying to get uh, 10 new people. Now, we're down to the 19th day of the month, right? So we are, we had nobody over the weekend. So I'm like, oh, we had four people join so far this month. I mm-hmm. hope you're really considered. I still have a good feeling about it, but that doesn't mean we can stop mm-hmm. now. It means we only got about um, got a few days. more days. Yeah, a few more days to your birthday, we need mom. A fan a day. So two to weeks. Make my we birthday happy. Two weeks <laughs> to pull this thing off. Is there anybody that can support us? If you get six bucks a month, uh, that'd be awesome. Help us yes. reach our birthday goal. F A N S to eight 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 Kramer eight. Since we don't have somebody new though, we go back. And we always like to thank somebody every single show, and it's kind of cool when you listen every day because you might hear your name for being a certified fan. Yeah. Today our certified fan is number. Three zero four. Okay. Three zero four. So we'll go all the way down to three zero four. Our certified fan today is uh, Angela P. Angela P. Who lives in uh, Chittenango, New York. We I forget we screwed this thing up last time. Am I saying that right? Chittenango, Chittenango. I have no. I remember idea. last time we talked about this. I was very confused on how to pronounce that word. Chittenango, yeah. Chittenango. Chittenango. I don't know. Ask Siri. Pronunciation. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Don't want to screw this up. Chittenango. Chittenango. Chittenango, New York. Very okay. happy to have you. You may be one of very few people, by the way, um, that is in New York. We don't have a ton of people. Yeah. In, well, Dan was in New York. We don't have a lot of people in New York. So we're happy to have you. Angela P., you're an amazing person we hope you're having a fantastic day thank you for supporting our show here is a bonus whoop whoop for you angela p whoop whoop to angela p from new york 
Appreciate so you. happy you're here. Glad yeah. you're here. Man, we appreciate you. So mm-hmm. join us. Text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Let's do Mental Health Monday. This is my therapist friend, Leah Aguirre, who is a therapist in the city of San Diego, California, uh, and also worldwide on social media. And Mental Health Monday is basically where we come on here, we talk about things you might talk about with a therapist anyway, but we kind of do it out loud to kind of share all these thoughts, something hopefully you can learn. You know, the term baggage comes up a lot in not just dating, but in relationships in general, right? Like, especially as we get older, my bag is just full. I'm like Santa Claus over here. You know what I mean? Like I just uh, (laughs) carry this sack of of baggage. But I mean, I think we all do. I think as we get older, there's just more and more and more. But you always get this idea. Like I always hear the phrase of like, well, you need to go handle your baggage. You need to go. Yeah. That's too much. Or even like dating. Okay. So like, let's just say if I'm dating somebody and they're like divorced or like, you know, they got like six kids and you know, they're, yeah. they're a drug addict, but they're in recovery, you know, like yeah. we, we, we talk about baggage, but Leah wants to argue today that baggage isn't necessarily a bad thing. And for us to kind of look at it in a different way, why? Well, just the idea of normalizing it. Cause we all have it, like you said. And I think when we go into a situation be like, they have too much baggage, like who are we to judge? We have probably just as much baggage and sometimes more, right? Sure. So I think well, it's, oh, huh? Go ahead. No, go ahead. No. So I don't think it's a matter of like the, like it's more, have they dealt with the baggage? Have mm. they managed their baggage? Like, do they have it organized and like, so have they sorted through the baggage? Right. And how do we, well, how do we differentiate the two, I guess, is the question. Like, so for example, in the, in the situation I just told you, I'm like, okay, so they were addicted to drugs. They have six kids. Um, their ex-husband's still in the picture or whatever, you know, like. Well, so I think you look at like, okay, how far along in their recovery, if we're using that, like how far along in their recovery are they, right? Okay. That like, for example, because people go in and out, they have lapses, like that's pretty typical. So I think you want to see like, are they connected to a therapist? Have they taken care of their mental health? Have they actually addressed have they actually addressed the recovery, right? There's that that phrase, a dry drunk, and that's the person that's sober that hasn't really addressed any of it. So mm, yeah. for example, are, yeah, are they are they actively in recovery or act, do they have sober friends? Like what is their world like in recovery? Because mm. if they say I'm in recovery, but they're not doing anything to really – like I mean all they of They haven't right? drank for two weeks or whatever. Exactly. So yeah. I think you want to know that. And then I think you want to know the relationship with um, – the ex and granted you can, they can't, unfortunately their ex could be a nightmare, but it's like, how are they managing that? Like what's in place? So I think you have to be like, okay, so I mean, an ideal world, right. They'd be co-parenting and working together and it'd be amicable, but say like the other parent, which sees that example is a nightmare, like knowing that there's like court people in place, processes, legal stuff that have been. So versus like, you know, when they always say like baby mama drama, which can happen, but like, it's like, is it being managed to the best of their ability that they can? So mm-hmm. I think, or is it at, just like, oh, they're fighting every day? They're, right, you're right. Pulling up my phone, right? Like, these I hear six that. kids. What are these yes. six kids all about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I think it's like not about so much the six kids, but also if we're looking at you dating, say someone had six kids, I don't think you'd handle that very well because, <laughs> you, like, that might be not so much baggage, but a situation that wouldn't be ideal for what you're looking for. For my life, yeah. yeah, not well, the recovery, what? but so much as the kids, six of them. Let's uh let's turn the spotlight on you for a second. What is what is your baggage you think that you bring to the situ any situation really? 
oh, f- for sure, like lack of trust in, mm. um, and it's not jealousy. It's just like I think I, like I know we've talked joked about it, like being anxious attachment, but I think I'm avoidant in some ways as well. It's like a weird. And so I think I just like go you into a lot of situations like overthinking things or questioning someone's intentions or – and not to them. Usually it's all inward, but then that doesn't make – that, that's not great because then like at you know, any point I'll like like start crying and be like, why didn't you – you know, when you said this, what does that mean? <laughs> like, but granted, like usually I can articulate now that I've like I, I feel like I'm the best in the last couple of years, like so good at communicating what I'm coming through. But I think my baggage would for sure be – like anxiety, like just general, my, my mental health that I have to manage like OCD. Um, and then definitely past relationships where I feel like I don't really trust guys very. Do you, do you think that you're managing that baggage? Well, yeah, being transparent. Yeah, totally. But I wouldn't, but I mean, like I would say there've been situations where I can't work or something activates me in the other person. I don't know if I, I don't know if we talked about this recently. This is actually a good example, right? Where, I was dating a guy for a month. This may have been. Do like I know three, about him? I don't know. Three months ago, we were dating for like probably just under, like about a month. Um, and is that really dating though? Well, yeah, we saw each other like twice a week for like. We were okay. like, yeah, we like, talked on the phone and stuff. Like it was like not like <laughs> we on the phone. that's that's where we set the bar in dating in twenty twenty two. By the way, it's serious. They call you on the phone. This this is no joke. This is no joke. It's actually kind of true. They call you on the phone like that. It's it is serious. Like it well, is even very like, serious. Well, I guess it's like one of those things where it was more like it was more way more. It was probably like five. No, it's like probably like six or seven dates. So I, I would say we were dating. We weren't like we didn't put any labels on it, and we weren't yeah. saying we we're exclusive. But I was dating this person, right? So. Long story short, there was some weirdness and I'm pretty intuitive and I can pick up when something shifts or changes. And, um, I had essentially just kind of backed off. Right. And, yeah. um, just I was like, okay, I'm not going to chase a person. Cause that's just not how I do things. And if it work, if it's meant to be, it'll, it'll work out. Right. Right. Um, of course I did kind of like spiral in my head being like, it'd be really shitty if this person ghosted me. Cause like we've been like spending a lot of time together. You're kind of like, been. Yeah, exactly. Right. So even if it doesn't work out, I'd be like, I, I, and I do this, like I much rather someone be honest and be like, Hey, I don't think it's gonna work out. And like, that would might still suck sometimes, but I'm like, okay, I like, appreciate you being honest. Right. Sure. So didn't hear anything. We had matched on a dating app. So I had unmatched him. Cause I was like, I don't want to keep seeing him on here. Right. And it wasn't meant to like, I didn't, I didn't say like, I'm unmatched. It wasn't like anything like that. I was like, I'm just going to unmatch. So I don't see his profile up a week later. So I was like, oh, he for sure goes to me. And I was like, more pissed than anything. I was like, rude. But I was like, okay, whatever. He texted me at like six in the morning and was like, just in case, I don't think I told you this story, which is now, this is great, great content. Great podcast content. I know. So he texted me like six or seven days later and was like, he said something like, in case you thought I ghosted you, I didn't ghosted you. I didn't ghost you. I just saw that you unmatched me on Bumble. So <laughs> he was like, so I knew you were doing sneaky shit. <laughs> and I turned it on you. Oh, we did talk about this, didn't we? I think we did, yeah. We did. But I don't think on the podcast. Anyways, no. he turned it on me. He turned it on me. And I was like – and I remember just at first – and so I was more – anyways, my stuff – what I'm saying is so my stuff came up obviously because I, I had the la- – I was My baggage. Well, yeah. So the week when I had just backed off, I was the last one to text. So I was like, okay, like yeah. I'm not going to keep texting or whatever. Give him space, right? I don't need to be in constant communication. If, right. it, if and I knew something was shifting, so 
and my brain, so this is my baggage. My brain went like, he's over it. It's done. He's going to ghost me. And then yeah. he did. <laughs> but then he, he I clearly Wait, acted. Did he ghost you? Is that just your baggage that, that said he was ghosting you? So I think me assuming that, even though I was the last person to initiate, I think he thought because I did the whole Bumble thing, right? He yeah. saw that my, my profile wasn't there. He assumed I was like, so, well, I mean, to be fair, if all of a right. sudden you just disappear, like, is is that your baggage is not being so you, he didn't talk to you for a day and you're like, well, he's obviously, you know, your your fear of abandonment. Something is my baggage, right? So, right. Yeah. I'm like, acknowledging that. So when he texted me, I said, hey, like something seemed to shift and here for you for, for like over a day, which was different. And and I said that I was like, I probably yeah. jumped the gun. And I said that I like, took <laughs> accountability. I'm like, I probably jumped the gun. But like, I just didn't want to see your profile on there. Like, I felt like you were kind of over it. And then he like paragraphs, paragraphs, paragraphs about like me being sneaky, talking to other dudes, dating other people. And it's funny because I was like, we well, haven't then, even, then here comes here comes his baggage. Okay. But, no, so that's what I'm saying. And it, it was very accusatory. And I said to him, I was like, well, A, I haven't dated anyone since we've been dating, which is true. And I, I wow. could have, right? Because we but, had okay. Can we admit this is probably a bad combination of baggage though? Because sometimes right. like sometimes no, baggage totally. goes together very nicely. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And sometimes it's really nasty. No, totally. Because I, I like overly interpret things, and then he, yeah. well, he did too, but in different ways, right? Right, right. He was, and he pretty much just like I surveyed all my friends, and they said this was shady, and I was like, well, I surveyed my friends. I didn't say that, but I just, I, I think it was obviously the baggage did not click. But I guess what I'm getting at is clearly that came up. So when I talked to a friend, and my friends are really honest with me, they're like, I see where he's in the wrong for like how he handled it and started accusing you of things, especially that saying you were dating other people when you were never exclusive. You never right. had a discussion, right? Right. So he was like, they're, but they're like, also you made this big assumption based on a day. Um, and that's true. So it's, and I did, when I, when he had texted me, I acknowledged that I did. And did you, and you did. And I think that's, that's actually a, a very, I think there's two steps to back and I'm nowhere near a therapist, but like having baggage is one thing, right? Mm -hmm. Owning your baggage is another but right. then also being able to work on it's like a three part thing, right? Like you have to have it and know you have it. You have to admit that you have it, but then you right. also have to work on it when these kind of things happen because you can't right. also use baggage as an excuse. I feel like, right? You can't just right. be like, well, it's my baggage. And you know, I'm not saying that it's not going to trigger you, but I feel like there's some people like, well, you know, I got cheated on the past, so forever I'm not going to trust my any any other partner on the face of the earth, right? Um, which right. you know isn't well, really the healthy way to handle is, the, it. The awareness is important, right? So I'm glad I had the, I'm like, yeah, okay. When my friends were like, they're like, this is something like you tend to struggle with. And I'm like, that's right. true. That's true. Like right. I, and I knew that I think, but it also, honestly, it was funny because as that played out, it actually, like you said, the, the baggage were conflicting. It didn't work. Right. And so then I was actually like, this was not meant to be. And so it was like, kind of, I honestly left that being like, I wish it hadn't ended it like that in the sense of like, I was activated and then he like blew up and was accusing me of cheating, even though whatever, whatever it was. Right. But, but I'm, I don't think we were each other's matches. There were other things too that I across like the last couple weeks was like noticing that I'm like, this might not, we might not gel. Actually, I think it's me being kind of alpha and opinionated that I don't How think. How dare you? Mm -hmm, like, I don't think he really loved, he let, he liked to like kind of, I, I think he liked to be the last have the last have word the last and, say yeah and i'm like i and i and i anyway so i think it was one of those things where i noticed that so i was at peace with how it ended but i think i was like okay like clearly i need to be aware of this stuff like this and right. the thing is that that's just 
I know lots of friends who are in long-term relationships that still have baggage that they have insecurities that come up. So it's really all about, like you said, like having the insight and awareness and communicating that to your partner and taking accountability when it comes up and then working through it as best as you can. Because if you're just like being like, well, it's my shit, like take it and leave it. That's not fair. (laughs) That's yeah. With anything, ever in a relationship that should never be said. Yeah. Well, there you go. Look at her. It's like, she's a real therapist. Um, where, where do we, uh, where, where do we find you, Leah? We're like, actually, she's not licensed. And she- <laughs> we <laughs> just made this it. up. It just sounded good for the podcast. They'll never look into it. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at Her True Empowerment. And I link all of my cool stuff, like the podcast I'm, I'm co-hosting right now, Generation Dry, my website, and the link to my ebook. So check it out. Oh, wait, did I say it? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got plenty of stories from this weekend. I was just out and about constantly. I went to this fashion show with Jess. Went out to support her. And I'm just like, I did not sit around a lot this weekend. I'm like, how do people do this? I'm exhausted. (laughs) All right. Have a great Monday. See you back here tomorrow for a new Ask My Mom. Goodbye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.